From their studio in the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's the Boomer and the Babe Show with Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. Join Pete and Deborah and their guests as they give voice to 78 million baby boomers from coast to coast and border to border. Now here are the Boomer and the Babe, Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. Yes, it is the Boomer the Babe Show, and welcome to it. It is Friday, November 23rd, 2012, broadcasting from our studios actually in Sun City, Arizona. We invite everybody to go to our website, boomerandthebabe.com, see everything else that we're involved in besides this radio program, our publishing, our e-books and mini-books. And uh, we have a special guest today, and the guest is the co-host of the show, Deborah Brown. She's actually here. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. And this is, this is novel and unique. So uh, I'm going to turn the show over to Deborah Brown because this is primarily a ladies' topic, I think. So. Oh, I'll uh, bet you we're going to find out it's not just a ladies' topic when well, my guest starts talking. Yeah, well, if she says it's not a ladies' topic, well, then I might have something to say. But okay. meanwhile, I'm just going to listen. So anyhow, well, thank you. Deb, welcome to the show. Introduce your guest. Thank you. I shall. My guest is Cynthia Rowland, and I am so, so happy to be talking to Cynthia Rowland because she has discovered the Facial Fountain of Youth. She is the creator of the Facial Magic System, and frankly, ladies and gentlemen, she is doing pioneering work. She helps women and men aged 25 and up to lose 10 to 15 years off their faces simply by doing European spa exercises that help tone, tighten, and lift facial muscles. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you so much, Deborah. And yes, Pete. It's about men, too. I knew you have a face. He does. He has a very nice face, and it's been a Well, there you go. I've been looking at that face for 25 years, for goodness sakes. Goodness sakes, and I bet you still think it's handsome, and he's wonderful. I do. There you go. He's wonderful. Uh Uh-oh, here he comes. She needs needs improvement on her eyesight, too. (laughs) Well, sometimes we say he has a face for radio, but that's another story. Okay. All right, so here's what I like to have you do, if you don't mind, and it's a little bit of a curveball because I didn't tell you I was going to do it, but I would like for you to give what I call your two-minute movie. And what that is is your life, laser beam style, as far back as you want to go, even into childhood, coming up till today on the radio with me. So oh, give my. Us, yes, give okay. us your two-minute movie. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Do it. Okay. I was born and raised on a farm near Enid, Oklahoma, in the middle of the country, 20 miles from Enid, Oklahoma, and grew up on a farm with no indoor plumbing until I was 14 years of age. I saw my first Vogue magazine at the age of eight because my mother's best friend was a school teacher in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and she brought me a Vogue magazine, and gave it to me when I was eight. And as I looked through that magazine, I knew that I wanted something more than to live on a farm for the rest of my life. I wanted to be in the big cities of New York, Paris, Milan, Los Angeles, all around the world. So from the age of eight, I began to formulate how I would actually work my plan. And it took a long time, but I finally made it to many, many uh, destinations, and I have continued to work in the industry of beauty throughout all of it because it has afforded me to have the most wonderful lifestyle just helping women and men realizing their favorite goals, and that is to help them look better than they have in years. So I've had two children. I actually raised four children because my husband had two children when I married him. 
put them all through college, and uh, here we are today. I am a grandmother. I have five grandchildren. I live in beautiful Southern California, and I still enjoy everything about life that it hands to me every single day of the year because it's all an adventure, and we just, I just uh, have learned to let go and just let the universe guide and direct my life and try not to make any real concrete plans because I know they're all subject to change. So oh, there I'm, you have it, Deborah, my two-minute elevator speech. I love that. I love that. And let me tell you what stands out for me. First of all, the fact that you knew at age eight that the world was going to be your oyster, but that you couldn't stay on the farm to make that work. Right. And that now you've been on major media, uh, you've been on some amazing uh, TV shows. You've you've been uh, you're a published author. You've got this amazing business, and I think you have stayed true to your dream. Would you say? I have, and it's still not over yet. <laughs> I know that's what's so great. Now, you know, I will go ahead and say how old I am because I'm actually proud to be 59, and I know that I hopefully well I don't know but I hope that I have several decades left of good life, and I know that I'm just getting started on some things. Uh, matter of fact, when, yeah, when Pete and I first do, uh, started doing the Boomer and the Babe show and that brand, if you will, one of our taglines was, at 50, you're just getting started. And I think we're going to have to change it now because he's 65 and I'm going to be 60 on my next birthday in August of uh, 2013. I realize now it probably needs to be, I don't know, at 60, you sizzle or something like that. because Something like that. <laughs> but well, you know, a few stuff. years yeah. ago, there were uh, people in the news saying, oh, 60 is the new 40, 50 is the new 30. You know, I kind of like that scenario because I'm definitely over 60, and um, I don't like to tell my age, so I'll just say I'm definitely over 60, and I have two grown sons. But um, I just think that as we begin to mature, we – realize that we have more control over certain things than we've ever had before. That's right. Well, we're going to talk about what we have control over in terms of our physical body, in particular the face, in a minute. But I want to say, not to be contrarian, but I think 60 is the new 60. And it's just the 60 that we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to, in other words, I have a way that I'm going to be 60 that may look more like 30 or 40 to other people, but I think it's the way 60 should look. I mean, like, go for it. Go for your dreams. You know, do facial exercises. You know, stop doing things that hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all that. And I think that's going to be something kind of cool. No, 60 is great. I think great. so, too. What do you think I of think that? I think so, too. I like that. And, you know, we are so vastly different than when our mothers were 60, although my mother never made it to 60, so I really can't speak from that. But I just know that it's a whole new world now with people and their ability to stay young while they're aging. That's true. That's true. And, you know, remember back in, um, oh, my gosh, I don't remember now. Do you remember the daytime, or I'm sorry, the nighttime dramas, Dynasty and Knott's Landing? Oh, oh yes. Okay, those women were gorgeous, and they were feisty. I mean, we don't have to talk about those massive shoulder pads they were wearing because (laughs) (laughs) those will probably come back, and we'll have to, like, do that again. Probably. They they were not 20-something years old or 30-something. They were older women who were being what I would say, let's say, hip and cool and young. 
And what they were doing is giving us permission for all these years to do that. I mean, go for it. Don't you think? I agree, and I am going for it, and I know you are too. Absolutely. Yes. So one of the things that I know is that by 2015, those aged 50 and older will represent 45% of the U.S. population. Isn't that shocking? Well, it is shocking. And what that means is many people are going to be making decisions when they look in the mirror and they're going to say, gosh, you know what, this is not the face that I want to take forward for the next several decades, right? right. And and they're going to say, what, what are my options? Well, I can go and have surgery or I can do this and that. And I think, don't you think that a lot of people have that conversation with themselves? I That's do indeed, and I do. I know that ever that most women they look at themselves in the mirror, and they look, and they don't even want to look in the mirror sometimes because they don't recognize the face that's looking back at them, or maybe they see their mother looking back at them in the mirror, and they begin to feel helpless, and think that maybe a surgery and injections are the only two avenues that they have for facial rehabilitation, when really. All they have to do is think about, now how would I treat the rest of my body? If I have a saggy waistline or soft inner thighs or my hips are sliding down the back of my legs or I have bat wings (laughs) under my arms, they're not going to go for surgery, are they, Deborah? Well, have you seen me lately? Those are all the things I'm looking at right now. (laughs) (laughs) You and I have never met in person, but my God, that is the body I have right now. I need need to do something. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you some things that you can do for your body, because I used to work for Jack LaLanne. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, you're kidding me. No, for four years I worked for Mr. LaLanne's organization. I was one of his managers and came up through the ranks of being a physical fitness instructor through the ranks of being a manager. But I'm telling you, even something so simple as a one-hour yoga class begins to tighten the muscles from inside to the outside. And truly, if you just do yoga two or three times a week, you're going to see such an amazing transformation occur with your body because all of a sudden those muscles that have become weak and lax in the body are being rehabilitated and rejuvenated. And all of a sudden you realize you're standing taller, your physique looks different because your tummy is tucking, your hips are behaving, all of those things, just from well, yoga. Well, you also get the benefit of, of lymphatic movement. You know, your 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 lymph, lymphatic system starts to go and... Probably everything yeah. starts to go. I know what it is. You get into flow. <laughs> like like everything is probably so much better. Um, probably even your digestion. I mean, I'm just guessing because I don't do yoga, but am yes. I right about that? Yes, you are. The, every from They say that they, when you go through a yoga class that every muscle is uh, exercised in some way from the tip of your toes to the top of your head. You're moving all of those muscles. And some of them are so great because you're on the floor laying down and you're actually doing exercise, and it's just the most wonderful feeling. And you wake, you come up out of that, those poses, and you're energized, and you, you want to go back and do I it understand. again. I understand. Well, here's yeah. what's interesting about uh, doing the facial, what did you call it, facial rehabilitation, is that yes. if you don't do something, you cannot cover it up because, thank goodness, in this country we're not. We don't. We don't have to wear a cover over our faces when we right. want to. 
Um, and, you know, you can cover up your arms if you've got the bat wings, and you can wear long dresses and, you know, boots, and you can cover up everything, but you cannot Clever cover Clever disguises, as I like to call them. Right, right. So <laughs> I want to But hear, it's hard to wear a turtleneck in July, isn't it? Well, yes. And if the <laughs> turtleneck fights with another chin or two... <laughs> Yes. It's like, okay, that's not working. Okay, yes. so you, you hear what I'm saying. So I talk, hear yes. So talk to me about what exactly your facial fountain of youth is, that okay. facial magic system. Talk to me about yes, that. Yes, the facial magic system is an isometric with contraction and resistance exercise program. So let's talk about that. Isometric contraction with resistance. When you go to the gym and you begin to work out, you're always using resistance or working that muscle against a stationary object like a barbell or a dumbbell. And so you're getting contraction in the muscles. And that's why we see like our biceps plump up and we see our tummies flatten because of this exercise movement. Well, in the face, it's a little bit different because the muscles in the face are connected to bone on one end, and that's in the hairline. The other end connects to another muscle. So when we begin to exercise the face, the first thing we have to do is isolate the muscle that we're going to work on and create an artificial anchor because there is no muscle, if you think about your arm, let me just back up one little step. If you think about your arm, you have muscle attached to bone at the top, then down to the elbow, and there's a hinge there, and there's more muscle being attached to bone, and then down to the wrist, you have muscle attached to bone. Well, you have to create that in your face, that anchor, so that you can create the contraction in your face and make that muscle lift, position differently, recontour, shorten, and plump. So that's what we do with the facial exercise program. We lift the muscles, we plump them up, and because muscles are attached directly to skin in the face, it's the only place in the body where that happens, your skin lifts as well. Oh. Oh, talk about a big oh. It's so fantastic because... If you stand in front of your mirror, Deborah, and you take your fingertips and you press them against the side of your face and just gently lift up, you'll see that that area between your nose and your mouth flattens. Right. You can take this, your, your fingertip and just slide it up your jawline and you see how the jowls and the pouches and even the shape of your face can change when you do that. And that's what we do with facial magic. We lift Eight, 15 regions of your face and neck using 18 different exercises. Okay, so this is all done with your own fingertips? Yes, and, fingers and, and thumbs. Fingers and thumbs, no apparatus? No apparatus whatsoever, but I, we do provide you with exercise gloves. Because what makes our program so unique, and what this is why it works so brilliantly, is we teach you to anchor inside the mouth. So your thumb goes into the mouth at a different position, and you grasp the end of that muscle, and then you contract it. And so that's why we 
with your age eraser, your racers, your thumbs and fingers with exercise gloves, you know your face is, you've got command of your face. Wow. Now, how long does it take to do Oh, let me ask you a different way. Do you okay. do how many exercises do you do on a given day, for example? Well, you when do- you begin the exercise program, I insist that you only do two exercises in week 1. Because the muscles are small, but they are loose and and flabby. So we need to very precisely begin to tighten those muscles. And so week one, I teach you how to uh, exercise, what I call it your upper eye exercise, so that lifts your eyebrow back into place. It also begins to firm the forehead, because most people's foreheads are very um, loose, and you can move them around and jiggle them around. So we want to tighten your forehead. So we take the heaviest muscles first in the face, so that would be the uh, frontalis muscles in your forehead, the zygomaticus in your cheek, and we teach you how to lift those two areas in week one. Each exercise requires 35 seconds. So in 70 seconds, you're finished for the day for the first week. And you do those six days in a row. Now, Cynthia, this sounds like why wouldn't people do it? <laughs> exactly. It sounds like magic, doesn't it? Does. Because you only have to work your face just a little bit every day to get it to move and to lift and to contour for yourself. Now, can you overdo it? In other words, if somebody says, oh, she's yes. got 35 seconds, I'm going to do it yes. more? Yes. Now, some women are very guilty of this, Deborah. They think if a little bit helps, a lot must be better. Well, that's right. not the way it is with facial exercise. A little bit every day helps to lift the face because the muscles are so small, they can tire easily. Ah. And if you have a tired muscle from overworking it, guess what's going to happen? It's going to sag. Yes, it's going to look saggy. And nobody wants that. Then you'll be mad at me. So all you have to do when you get this program home, Deborah, is just follow my direction. Two exercises in week one. You're going to do them six days in a row. Requires uh, 35 seconds for each exercise. Take a day of rest. Always take a day of rest so that your muscles can just uh, rehabilitate themselves. Then you start week two by performing the first two exercises you learned in week one. And now we're going to add two new exercises for week two. So you're doing a total of four, and you're adding the jowls and the pouches. And what that does is it slims the lower mouth area. Because so many women look around in their mouth area, the lower mouth, and it's pudgy there. Right. And we can slim that. It's you you see your face change the very first time you do your exercises. And almost every time thereafter, you will see your face change and lift. But in the beginning, you have to really perform these exercises, like we say, so that the um, muscles stay repositioned by themselves. And it takes about three weeks for your muscle to attain sufficient strength to hold that look that you like. And then then I'm assuming that you don't just stop doing this or you're going to end up in the same position. Exactly. All your muscles are going to go right back to where they yes. were. So for nine weeks, you are in training, and you learn the exercise program, and you commit it to memory. And when that happens, you can easily, uh, after your face is lifted, you can go back to three times per week. 
Oh. And that will lift, maintain your lift. Okay, and then how long does it take? When you're in your maintenance period, you know, forever, for yes. the rest of your life, I guess, yes. was what we're saying. Yeah, uh, how, how, long long, it, how, how long does it take then for a whole... Uh, 30 regime, minutes regime? to go through the whole program from beginning to end. And that's what we teach online now. You may not know that. I didn't. But now, once you have your kit and you've started into your program and you're learning the first six weeks of exercise, then you are eligible to come train with me once a week. We actually do a, a training on Monday, and then we repeat it on Wednesday and Friday so that you can maintain your lift. Because why put all that work into it if you're just going to give up and say, okay, now that's what I'm going to do. You want to maintain your lift because here's what I know is that, okay, I'm a certain age, but my face really looks like I'm 30, 35 years old. Okay? Right. So when I say that you can look 10 to 15 years younger in 9 to 12 weeks, well, that's just your training period. I've had doctors, plastic surgeons, actually from your area in Phoenix, call me to tell me that they believe that they look 20 years younger now than they did, you know, when they started the program. Wow. Yes. So exercise changes everything, and it truly is the fountain of youth. And it just takes such a little amount of time to whip your face into shape and to have you looking and feeling better about your appearance than you have in years. And you tell Pete, this goes for men too, okay? I will, I will. He's he's looking right at me going, I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> um, well, here's the other part that's so important is I would imagine your posture probably improves also. Yes, it does. And if you go to my site, which is just facialmagic.com, all one word, facialmagic.com, and go look at the before and after photos, there are women who are really much older than you and me, Deborah, okay? Mm-hmm. And they had severe posture issues. In fact, I'm thinking of one woman. She's, uh, I believe she's 65 in her photo. And she, uh, her, when, she, when you see her side view, her side view makes her look positively elderly. However, after 12 weeks of facial magic, she had that fabulous new posture again that she did when she was younger. And that also goes for another woman that I re- I'm remembering now who had kind of a, a cocked head to one side. Her, that was just how her head was uh, forming. Or, you know, the, mus- the muscles had lost their oomph and they were allowing her to just tilt her head always to one side. And we got her where her head was uh, level again. Just the exercises did that for her. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So in addition to posture improvement, it can also take away big, deep, double chins. And gels and pouches on the side. You know, sometimes men, they get they, they, you can no longer see their entire jawline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. See, we... That's our exercises will redefine that jawline again. It takes away that old waddle that can uh, appear underneath your chin. It can take and it can help you to, with your sags and bags under your eyes. And that's probably one of the, something we should tell your listeners right now: how to stop sags and bags under their eyes. Well, you know, when you feel like you look um, tired and exhausted or sad, mm-hmm. and you really don't. It's just the appearance because of your 
muscularity in your face at that point. I guess it's yes. mus- it, it is muscularity. It's how right? you hold and mold your face mm-hmm. long term that makes gives you that look. And you'll see a woman on my before and afters uh, named Nancy, and she always looked like she was mad. And right. she told me, she said, people always ask, they always say to me, are you mad at me? And it's just the way her face was. But that I tell everybody, you've got to smile more. Because smiling is a, a kind of a little exercise in itself. Because once you smile... It begins to light up everything, your eyes, your face, everything. Because so many people look at their computer all day long. They don't even talk to another person except via email or text. And they forget that interaction and smiling helps us to look alive. Well, I'm reminded of a a famous actress by the name of Merle Oberon. Oh, yes, Merle Oberon, yes. And my mother told me a long time ago that she said, don't move your face. In other words, try to keep your face as still as possible. And her forehead was completely smooth, and I don't know, she must have smiled. But her idea was, I think, to just sort of freeze the face, and then none of this muscularity issue would happen. Now, we can't do that. I mean, I'm a very animated, (laughs) I am very animated and... I mean, my face is always moving. Matter of fact, I make faces when I talk to make people laugh, you know, and things like that. So, I, you know, I can't keep it all like that. But I have always been. Uh, oh, you know what it was? She said, "Don't frown." That's what it was. Mm, don't frown. That's exactly. what. I was, excuse me. I need to. I need to retract what I was saying. It's don't frown, because all that, you know, frowning is going to just ruin your face. That's yes. What I think it. I think I read somewhere where you it. You have to make that motion 8,000 times before it becomes a wrinkle. So if you think about how people knit their eyebrows together, they develop those 11s between their uh, eyebrows. Yes. We have an exercise for that, and it absolutely stops you frowning. And we teach you how to be aware of your facial posture because frowning is going to cause wrinkles. Right. So... um, I, you know, I read once where Elvis Presley was very cognizant of uh, Priscilla's forehead because I guess she had a tendency to frown. And so he would always kind of smack her on the forehead if she was making that frowning motion. Well, I'm the same way. I, I, got, I got it real early in life that if you make that motion of frowning, you're going to have wrinkles. So my forehead truly looks like a 10-year-old girl. So does mine, and it's because my mother told me that Merle Oberon said that. And you and said, okay, I, I have, like I, Merle. Yep, and I, um, if I feel myself frowning, I will actually rub my forehead a little bit myself and go, oh, wow, stop that. Yep, and, that's exactly and I, what we suggest. Yeah, I can wear my hair, no, I don't have to have bangs, you know, I can wear my or hair Botox. completely back. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe in that. <laughs> no, Good no for Botox. you. No Botox. So, and let's go, I'm glad you said that. No Botox, because clearly, if someone is doing your exercises, they don't need anything like that. Nor do they that need, yeah. Nor do they need to think about any kind of lifestyle lift or anything, well, whatever those things are. Yes. Um, so let's talk about how dangerous it is out there for people who are not aware of what you can do for them, what they can do for themselves. Frankly, because it's up to right. them. It is. Um, yes. Yes. And, and you know all the um, all the advertising and the videos and the messages that we get about how to have how to have an easier way to be beautiful. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's, right? It's not. It's it's. You're telling me that, you know, for a maintenance program, it's going to cost 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 me thirty minutes of time, here and there, to maintain yeah. a beautiful, smooth, wonderful, posturized face. Correct. Yes. And you know, people are under the mis. Um, what's the word I want to use? Misconception, I guess. Of that they can go have surgery and, oh, man, it's done and I don't have to do your exercises, Cynthia. But you know, Deborah, it takes a, over probably a year or more to heal from a surgical procedure. It may look healed on the outside, but on the inside, that's where the real healing occurs. And women and men who have had facial plastic surgery um, not, are not always pleased with their results because... It's very interesting to me that men and women will pay a great deal of money. This is cash dollars we're talking about. After cash, I mean, after tax dollars, and let's say a, a facelift is 35000 okay? So they go in, they hand this person a check for $35,000, they lay on a table, people dressed in masks and holding scalpels are going to actually cut and suture perfectly healthy tissue in hopes of creating a younger-looking face for you. It doesn't always work that way. In fact, the statistics are that 37% of those who have undergone a surgical procedure on their face do not like the results. And if you don't like the results of your $35,000 facelift, Deborah, do you think they're going to refund your money? Well, no, they're not going to refund your money, and then the only option you have, if you're brave enough or whatever, is to maybe wait until you are healed and then go try it again. Yes, it's and, called and revision surgery. And guess how much they're going to charge you for that? 35000 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a racket. I, I actually believe that when you go to visit, and I know plastic surgeons do not like me to say this, but I'm, I'm going to po- apologize in advance. But when you walk into a plastic surgeon's office, they kind of have this mental checklist that they're going to go through as they visit with you because they're going to start you very simply on maybe like a facial or a dermaplaning. And then they'll talk to you about Botox and a little sculpture in your lips and a little radius in your nasal labial folds. And six months later, you come back, you have to have it all repeated again. And then they're going to talk to you about a little surgery here and there. So it's a very vicious cycle once you start on that pathway because I think your self-confidence just goes right into the toilet after visiting with a doctor who says you have all of these things that need to be corrected. Well, we know we have those things to be corrected, but using surgery to correct them is not always the most pleasant way to do it. Right. Well, I have a mental checklist, too, and my mental checklist says don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. Mine, too. (laughs) It does. does. And, you know, I do look in the mirror sometimes and and say, wow, I I really do need to do something. But what you've got on the horizon, which I will definitely um, be looking into for sure, seems so much more um, like I'm in control of it. You You are. Like like you said, I, I don't have to lie down and close my eyes and hope that I wake up and, and I'm not going to reject or just be horrified by the results. Yes. Just remember that with facial magic, you look like you did 10 to 15 years ago. 
And what I suggest you do when you start that program, when you get your DVD at home, I tell you, find a photo that you absolutely love of yourself taken 15 to 20 years ago and put it in your workout area because muscles have memory and our brain can recognize that there is that young person still there as long as we're helping the the um, muscles by repositioning and contouring again, you can achieve that look of a younger-looking face. And does it work for everybody? Yes. Why? Wow. Because everybody has muscles. Right. Yes. Wow. Well, here's the thing that's interesting, too, is that um, you know a lot of models are having their pictures taken with no makeup these days. A lot of them are just going au naturel and letting somebody take photos. And I think that might be sending a new message. That, that maybe, like, we don't need all this extraneous stuff? Well, yeah, because there are other people who have had terrible things happen to them because they have been under the knife at some point in their lives, and then, I don't know, time goes by or and something. Like um, uh, Sharon Osbourne, as an example, God Love Her Heart, um, had one of her breast implants explode. You know, and she had she had to have, uh, I think she had a double mastectomy to take care of it. I mean, it's just terrible. It's like, you know, was it worth it to have a larger bust line, you know, and and then someday maybe have something horrible happen for unnatural for something unnatural? I don't know. Yep. Well, I, it's sort I, of. I, I worry. I worry. I worry too for them. Yes. You know, when I first realized that I had a problem with my face aging and I didn't know what to do about it. Um, my first thought was, oh, I'll go have an eye lift done. Okay, this is many years ago, over 20 years ago. And I, so I went to see this doctor, and he said, okay, $3,500, and he said, we'll do both eyes. And I said, both eyes? I've only got sagging in one eyelid. And he said, well, yeah, but we'll want to do both because, you know, it'll look too strange. And I thought, okay, I'll think about this. Well, first of all, $3,500 was a lot of money to spend for me having two children, and um, I just couldn't justify that in my mind when they needed tennis shoes and jeans and lunch tickets and sporting equipment and all that sort of stuff. So I began to talk with women and, and ask them, what would you do if your face was doing this? And they all said the same thing, surgery. So one of my friends said, hey, I had a girlfriend who had that done just six weeks ago. Why don't you go talk with her and see what her experience is? And so I went to see her, and sure enough, she looked like she'd been in a horrific car accident because of all the bruising and the puffiness and the green and the yellow and purple around her eyes. And what I saw instantly was her eyelids did not appear even. And so when you think about a surgical procedure just on your eyes, at what you can do with exercise, will save I think that procedure is now like 5500 or $7,500. But I want to teach you, Deborah, and your listeners how to do this exercise so they never have to give away their power and have somebody cut perfectly healthy tissue to make their eyebrows go back up again. I love this. Yeah, I'm I'm reminded also that Carol Burnett had a terrible experience under the knife. And yes. You know, she ended up with um almost like a the side of her face being a little bit 
frozen or droopy or whatever, and it's permanent, you know, and they can't yes. do anything about it. So yes. this is this is something that, um, you know, everybody should take a look at. I say everybody. What age group? In other words, well, what, what is until too young? You, okay, I, I don't like for women to start this before the age of 25. And here's why. Because your body is still changing and developing at the age of 25. So if you're 27, okay, great. We know that your bones are really in place where they're supposed to be and your muscles are like they're supposed to be. And at the age of 25, our collagen production begins to wane. So this will help to, I think, perk up the collagen production in your face again because you're creating that oxygenated blood, forcing it to the tissue. So 27 is a good age to start. I still have a client who is 91 years old. She's a private client. I've had her for 10 years. And when people see her face, they cannot believe she's 91. Not only does she have a young-looking face, she also has spunk, and she really contributes her way of life and her verve and her ability to just uh, have so much energy to the fact that she exercises. She has a personal trainer, comes three times a week, and I see her every other week for her face. I love this. Mm-hmm. Makes so much sense to me. Yes, me too. I, I want to sh- share something about what I used to tell my mother um, my mother passed away at the age of 78 a few years ago, and every time she needed to go to the doctor, whether I was with her or not, because a lot of times I wasn't uh, able to be with her because we lived uh, far apart, but I would say, please, put on your best clothes, put on some jewelry, put on some lipstick, and go there looking like somebody who's got their act together, who really wants to be in command of themselves because I feel like when you are in command of yourself um people take you more seriously you won't get you won't get shunted aside as somebody that doesn't matter does that make sense to you it absolutely does it just made my heart sing when i heard you say that for your mother because it's true that if you if you just take care of yourself and put on those festive clothes. You know, it even says that in the Bible, if you're fasting, put on your festive clothes so nobody knows that you're going without food. You've got to just give this your, your mind, your psyche, the go-ahead, the permission to just act and feel as, as the best you can. And it's something so simple as, you know, a beautiful shirt or a piece of jewelry and lipstick and a smile. It's, it's really so simple. Well, it is, and my thought was, I don't want her. I didn't want her going, and I don't do that either. I put, I do exactly what I just said. I told her to do. I do the same thing, even if I don't feel well. It's like you know what? I don't want to go into this place where I lose a little bit of control, a little bit of my personal power, because somebody else is going to tell me what to do <laughs> to make it mm-hmm. better, make me better, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in there with as much of my power in, in, in on display, if you will, as I can, so that I tell that other person, somebody important is sitting in front of you, and we need to work together to make this work out. I think and, that is great advice. <laughs> thank you. So she did. She didn't want to. She she really wanted to just go in, you know, whatever clothes she was hanging out in and whatnot, and I, I'd say, what are you wearing? 
and, I just, <laughs> and she had to answer me. Do you do you have on your wedding rings? Because you know, it's like, do you, are you wearing your rings? Do you have on earrings? I'm very serious. We had a little checklist, and it's like, you know what? Okay, you can go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you know what? You should write that down and send that to every boomer you know, for not only themselves, but for them to give to their daughters and their sons to make sure that they know that here's a checklist that everybody should have at their disposal, no matter where they're going, you know? Right, right. Well, Just and to it, feel it, good it, about it, themselves. It does, and it's... Um... It's simple. It's it's not about putting on airs or anything like that. It's really just the outer package that should match the inner package for somebody who has self-confidence and their self-esteem is in place and all that other stuff. It's just a little trick, you know. It's a little trick for the uh, for the rest of the world to see. I, I like it. Well, and the other thing that's interesting is something called the lipstick effect. Um, and the reason I want to mention that is because we're talking about all the money that is being spent on things like plastic surgery, that if they didn't do that, they could do your program and never have to worry about anything drooping again. Oh, oh, we've lost our we've lost our connection with Cynthia. Yeah, we've lost our connection with Cynthia, and hopefully she'll just call back in so we can kind of... Uh, All right, well, I, let me talk about the lipstick effect then real quickly oh, because... Back. Oh, good. <laughs> we lost you for a second. I don't know what happened. I had to I, redial in, and I I was not disconnecting myself. I'm sure. I say I was um, I was starting to talk about uh, going back to all the money we were talking about uh, that it costs to do plastic surgery. Yes. And I now I want to say that the amount of money that is spent on cosmetics is unbelievable. Staggering. Unbelievable. I, I mean, we're talking billions. Yes. Every, you know every why, year. don't you? I can't tell you why. <laughs> why? <laughs> it's my opinion. Because we're, everybody is frantically searching for the fountain of youth, and they just keep trying different things, different things, hoping, hoping, hoping that this is going to be the one that's going to make me look younger, better, fresher, whatever. And it's it's if they exercise their faith, Deborah, they would realize that that's what makes their face look better. It's not the topicals, because topicals can only do certain things. Even with lasers, they can only do certain things. Even with injections, can they only do certain things. Right. But with facial exercise, it opens up a whole new vista of your face begins to act differently. And those lines and wrinkles and those sags and bags and those hollows all begin to rehabilitate just with exercise. Right. Well, let's go back to that that lipstick that I was telling you that I wanted to make sure my mother was wearing when she went yes. to the doctor. Um, I started to say when we dropped the call that um, uh, there's something called the lipstick effect. And back in, for example, the Depression era and during the, war, the wars, lipstick was still sold like crazy. And it's because a woman could go in and buy a lipstick pretty much, you know, because they could afford it. You know what I'm saying? It was enough to lift their spirits. Now, if you're going to be putting lipstick on a face that you just look at and go, wow, this is all sagging and disgusting, (laughs) I think we need to combine the lipstick effect because, you know, some people don't have as much money to spend as they'd like, but they could probably afford a, a good lipstick. But they can also afford to do these exercises and get themselves into a place that they really feel good about looking at themselves and yes. knowing that the image that they're 
presenting to the world is something they're proud of, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know, when you learn this exercise program, Deborah, there's nothing else to buy because you have it all, right? You have a technology that you have taught yourself, a proven technology that you can have for the rest of your life, and it requires not one single additional purchase. I think that is fantastic. And I also think that the maintenance, I, I like thinking of it now as facial yoga. You know, just do a, do a yoga class. Because yoga is something that at every age you, you could probably do, right? Right. Now remember, there yoga for the face, there's a book written about that. But the woman, and I'm going to be very honest about this book, the woman who wrote this book, when you put her face next to my face, she looks like she's my mother. Oh, my. Yes. So all facial exercise programs are not the are same. Not, yeah, they're not the same, and they're not created equal. And a lot of facial exercise programs are nothing but contortions, twists, puckers, and funny faces. That is not how we change the shape and contour of a sagging face. We teach orofacial myologists, people who work with stroke victims, who work with Bell's palsy victims. They use our exercise program. They've incorporated it into their own methodology because they see what we do works for stroke victims. What we do works for Bell's palsy victims and helps them to create that uh, symmetrical face again. Right. Well, because I know that it takes several times before someone remembers something, I want you to go back right now because I want to remember it better myself and talk about the fact that there is no anchor in the face. Right. For the muscle on one end. In other right. words, okay. All right, so here's how we do it. In the face, the muscle is attached to bone only in the hairline. The other end of a muscle, that muscle, let's talk about the zygomaticus muscles, okay? Those are the four heavy cheek muscles that run from uh, your upper lip area. They connect into the upper lip. Uh, let me think of that muscle, uh, obicularis. Oris muscle. Somebody from my office shouted out Oris. <laughs> <laughs> good, okay. good helper. helper. Yes, yeah, the zygomaticus <laughs> muscles connect into the obicularis oris muscle, but the other end of those four muscles is in the hairline. So if we want to lift our cheeks, we have to go inside and anchor, isolate those muscles at the end of there where they end and mm-hmm. insert into the muscle into the skin, anchor it, and then contract it. And that's how we do that with facial magic. In the arm, I think I was talking about your arm, how you have muscles and bone that connect at your shoulder and it runs down into your elbow, and there's another hinge there where there's an anchor there, and then it runs into the wrist where there's another anchor and bone that move. Well, the face, if I told you to contract your facial muscle, you wouldn't even know how to do it because it's impossible. Well, that's why they do yeah, that's anchor. why they do those stupid um, pooching and pouching and blowing and yes, yes. those do not work. Right. In fact, my opinion is they cause more wrinkles. 
Remember Merle Oberon. Do not frown. Yeah. It's the same yes. thing. It's yes. the same thing. Oh my God! It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. So oh let's talk gosh. about. Let's just let's try an exercise together. You want to? You can sure. get this on my website, and so it's no big deal. But I want to try it with you, Deborah, just so that you can see what goes on with your own face. Do you happen to have a mirror handy, or where you can look at yourself? Um, I yeah, grab that mirror right there. Actually, we do, believe it or not. Don't Perfect. It. And I want you to hold that mirror, and, and everybody listening to this can do the same thing. Grab a mirror and hold it eye level so that you can judge the distance between your eyebrow and your eyelash. You know what? I'm going to do another Let's do another one instead because you can get that one on my website. Let's do one for the jowls and pouches area, the lower mouth. Oh, yeah, let's okay? do that one. Yeah, let's yeah. do that one. Okay. So what I want you to do is to sit erect so that your shoulders feel erect and high. And lift your chin. I want you to look up to the ceiling. Turn your face to the right, Deborah. Open your mouth and now slide your bottom jaw forward. And hold your jaw forward while I'm counting five, four, three, two, one. Release your jaw. Gently bring your head back to its original position. Roll your shoulders, take a deep breath in, blow it out, and let's do it again. Lift your chin, look up and over your right shoulder, keep your eyes looking to the ceiling and sort of behind you. Open your mouth and slide your bottom jaw forward. And I'm counting 10, 9, 8, keep pushing it forward, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, release your jaw. Gently bring your head back to its original position. Roll your shoulders again. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out. Let's do one more of those. Lift your chin. Look up and over your right shoulder. Keep your eyes looking to the ceiling. Open your mouth. Slide your bottom jaw forward. Keep it going forward. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Release your jaw. Gently bring your head back to its original position. Pick up your mirror, hold it at eye level, and tell me what you see on the left side of your face. Oh my God, that's not right. Can you see the difference? I do. That's not yes. right. That is not right. <laughs> that is not right. That oh is. Oh my God. A, I know. Just a sample well, and, and of I was, what this program does. And I'm sitting across from Pete and trying to pretend like it doesn't matter that he's watching me do this, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of signal, signaling signaling to him that it is tightening the the left cord, side of your face, the cord in my neck too. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that something? Oh my God. So see every exercise that we use and teach we know that it's going to impact the muscles in such a way that it's going to create lifting and mm-hmm. contour. Right. Well, I am, I am, I am blown away. <laughs> All right. I'm well, so happy. That's exciting. Yes, it is. And just think that if you started, let's say you started the week of December 1st, all right? In three weeks' time, you're going to see a visible difference in six weeks, the magic really begins to take effect, 
And at the end of your 12th week, you should look at least 10 years younger. Oh, my God. That easy. <laughs> well, I'm liking this. And okay, good. should be liking this. All right, I like so what, how should the listeners get hold of you, or which websites would you like to okay. direct them to? The or? easiest way to go read and learn more about who we are and what we do is just to go to our website, which is www.facialmagic.com. So facialmagic.com, and we also have another product in addition to the face. So they can go there and read about the face and how we lift it and how it works, look at the before and after photos, all the questions and answers, everything. But we also have another product called Luscious Lips because so many men and women see their lips just dry up to nothing. And it's very unattractive to see thin lips because I think it's a sign of age. Uh-huh. And this Luscious Lips device, this little tiny red sexy device, looks like a toy, but it's not, lifts, I mean, plumps up the lips in just seconds. And you just place it over your lips and mouth, activate the vacuum, condition your lips for the first two weeks, and then your lips start to stay full and pouty and larger than they have in a long, long time. Wow! <laughs> All natural. <laughs> nothing. I love that. Nothing that would be that would no, nothing that would be harmful in any way, shape, or form. Well, I think that's the thing that's the most important piece to this is what harm could a person do just by spending some quality time, you know, thirty seconds here and thirty seconds there, and then it's what is it at the at the end? It's thirty minutes. It's, Yes, that's when you when you're doing all 18 exercises, right. it's going to take you 30 minutes to get through that program. Right. But it's the best 30 minutes that you will spend because oh my goodness, you're going to look younger and right. fresher and alive and less tired. Well, and then when you go and buy that lipstick that I was talking about that I yes. think is so critical to mm-hmm. the whole thing, it's really, you know, you can actually use a lipstick. My mother used to use a lipstick to use um, in her, uh, for her rouge also. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, it would be two swipes on each cheek and then blend it in beautifully and then some on her uh, on her beautiful mouth. And she was ready. She, My mother was absolutely stone-cold gorgeous. Well, there you go. And till the day she died, um, she was just beautiful. So yeah. I think it doesn't take all that much to um, to get the beauty in the soul, right, and to yes. bring it back. And that's where it starts. And I know there's one more thing that we haven't talked about in our program because you get, you know, a DVD that teaches you. You get a, a, a voice CD with me positioning your thumbs and fingers and counting for you until you get the hang of it. You also get a booklet, and you also get white cotton gloves, and you also get daily lift, but you also get a progress chart so that uh-huh. you can see how you are progressing throughout the program. And everything you do for yourself in this program, Deborah, is all natural without anything harmful ever being uh, made to harm you in any way. Well, that's got my endorsement right there. I don't believe in anything that is not natural. I, I, yeah. I don't even dye my hair. I, I'm, I'm one of those lucky people that still has mostly brunette hair. I don't know. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> my dad was 60 when he died, and his hair was still uh, dark brown. So, 
I think that's just the way it is in my genes. And well, I, you know what? I have that gene somewhere, but it ain't working for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother's hair was salt. My mother's hair was salt and pepper for from about the age of fifty, but mine isn't. Mm-hmm. So, well, this has been so delightful. I am so proud of you for putting this out in the world and for um, giving us a way to, you know, get back that youthful look without all the danger. Yes, without the danger. It is. It's very dangerous. And it's so easy. And it's so simple. And it, you will see results just like you saw today. Right. You will, everyone will see results from day one. That's amazing. I know. Amazing. Well, do you have any closing comments besides that? Because, day, you know, results on day yes, one. Yes, I have two good. closing <laughs> comments. One is to always curl your eyelashes. Oh. Because that makes your eyes look open and brighter. Use a little bit of mascara just on the top lashes. You don't have to use the mascara on the bottom lashes. But if you'll curl your, curl your eyelashes, you'll look wide awake and your eyes will look dramatically different. And secondly, we touched on this earlier, I want everyone to smile more. And especially at those people that you don't even know and especially to those that do know you, because it could be the best thing that happened to you, that person all day is your willing smile. Well, I'll tell you something, Cynthia. I am smiling right now. It is intended for you. Thank okay. you so much for being with me today. Um, I will go curl my eyelashes because I don't okay, even have good. any on right now. My, my mascara is not on, but I can do that. And you are absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. And I hope people will go to your website and and look around and buy your program. And, frankly, we can all be a lot more beautiful in 12 weeks. There you go. <laughs> it's easy breezy. I like it. All right. You take care of yourself now. Thank you so much, Deborah. Bye-bye. Bye now. interesting conversation to the world. Be sure to follow us on Twitter where we tweet as Boomer and Babe and on Facebook as Pete Peters 47. As always, you can friend us on Blog Talk Radio or sign up for our newsletter at boomerandthebabe.com. Email us at host at boomerandthebabe.com with any of your comments. Remember, at 50, you're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs>